So good morning to uh, all my Calm Church friends and to uh, everyone else who's watching. I hope you're all well and doing okay in these uh, strange times we're living in. Um, if you're not okay, we do have a God who is very able to help and very willing to help. And uh, we're just hopefully going to look at that this morning. Um, I really just hope and pray that something I say may be helpful to someone, may be encouraging uh, I may just lift someone up and strengthen them and help them. And that's really, that is, that's really my heart this morning. And that's really the heart of God. God is constantly wanting to reach out and help us. So I'm really, this morning I'm going to look at something I was thinking about recently, which was um, I sort of asked myself the question, why did I need Jesus or why did I want Jesus? Which for me personally was actually 35 years ago. Um, so I had a little think about that, and I thought I'd come up with a few answers. And I really felt that, first of all, I felt that I had a threefold problem. I probably had a lot more than that, but I, I, I'm thinking of mainly three problems that I had. Um, I, I did grow up in church, so I did hear a lot of the gospel as a young person um, and completely rejected it as a teenager. Um, some people might identify with that. But... I always knew that, number one, one of my big problems was going to be a legal problem. Now, when I say a legal problem, I don't mean that I'm going to court in, in this country or on earth. What I mean was, according to the scripture, I had a legal problem with God. Um, it says in the book of Romans, it's Romans 3, verse 23. It's a very well-known verse. And it says there that all, everybody, all have sinned and fall short of God's glory, or you could say God's standard. So I have broken, I had broken God's laws. Um, everybody, I think a lot of people know about the Ten Commandments, but I had broken a lot of God's laws. And I was aware that I had a legal problem before God. The scripture tells me in the book of Revelation that there's a judgment day coming. Uh, right through the Bible, it's, there's lots of legal terminology um, in reference to people because of what we have done against God. So I had this legal problem. I, I sort of always knew it all my life, but I kind of ignored it. Um, but basically, according to the scripture, I was guilty of sin. But I also want to give you some good news on that front as well, because God is a righteous judge. Now, I know that all of us believe in right and wrong. There, when things, bad things happen, we, we have a sense of, oh, that needs sorted out. Those people need punished. Now, we get that sense of right and wrong from God himself because the Bible tells us that we're made in his image. So we get our sense of right and wrong from God. Um, and we believe that when someone does something wrong, in general, we believe they should be punished. And that's why we have laws in our country. But um, sometimes when it comes to us being guilty of breaking God's laws, we can be a little bit evasive. But the fact is I had broken lots of God's laws. Um, but I've got some good news. Um, I want you to imagine a judge uh, that you know, and he tries cases uh, in court. And let's imagine that you have committed a crime, and you are guilty of the crime, and you're going before the judge and you're guilty, you're going to be punished, you maybe do some prison or whatever, whatever the punishment is, and you're definitely guilty. 
But imagine that the judge is a loving person who loves all people. And obviously, I'm, I'm, you know, the judge is God. You know, I'm, I'm painting that picture. Now, imagine that the judge says, I'll tell you what, I've got an idea. What I'll do, my son, who also loves people, will go to prison for you. And he will do your time and you can go free. Uh, and that's quite a deal, I think, isn't it? Um, the scripture tells us that's exactly what Jesus did. He came and he took our sin. He took our punishment so that we could be forgiven of our sin and we could escape the justice that was going to, is going to face every human being because the Bible does tell us that everyone will stand before God and we will answer. We will have to answer for our lives. And it's quite a daunting prospect. But the good news is that God sent his son to die for us so that he would take the punishment that we truly deserve, if we're really honest. So he took that punishment for us on the cross. And by believing in him and putting our faith in him and asking for forgiveness, my legal problem was fixed. Um, so I no longer have a legal problem with God. I am free. I am set free from the consequences of my sin. Um, and I, am, I have access to God, and I, when I die, I will be with him. As, and the, the Bible says that he gave us actually the right to become children of God. So I became his child. Now, that for me happened in 1985. You know, the scripture tells me that in 1985, uh, when I prayed the prayer to ask Jesus into my life, and my wife did as well, that our names were written in a book that is called the Lamb's Book of Life. And our salvation was recorded there because God keeps a record of everything. So I, I, you know, I think it's an amazing picture that an angel would write my name and my wife's name. He probably asked someone how to spell it. But our names were written in the Lamb's Book of Life so that whenever Judgment Day comes, they will look at that book and they will see my name in that and I will be declared not guilty. So I think that's something that we all need to think about where do we stand before God in that respect? Amen. So I thank God that he did send his son to take my place. So that was my first problem. It was a, I have a threefold problem. My second problem was I had an enemy or I have an enemy. Um, I want to read a scripture in Luke 13. It's a well-known story of something that Jesus did for a woman who was, she, she was so crippled that she was bent over. And the story goes like this. It says, On the Sabbath, Jesus was teaching at one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. Now, when Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. Now, the story goes on to say, Talk about how the religious people got upset with Jesus because he healed someone on the Sabbath. That, I mean, that's an insane thought, isn't it? That they would get annoyed because someone was healed. Um, and Jesus said, he answered them, you hypocrites. Doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox or donkey from the stall and lead it out to give it water? Then should this woman, should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for 18 long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her. Now, the, the emphasis on this story is that this woman was not ill. 
She was not sick. She was bound by Satan. Now, it was, we all know the scripture tells us that Satan was a, an angel who turned against God and, and fell and became evil. And he, had a lot, he carried, brought with him a lot of demons, a lot of other angels who became demons. And you can read the story of all of that through the scriptures. And you can see where Jesus dealt with that kind of thing. But my point is that I have an enemy. I had an enemy. Before I came to Jesus, I had an enemy who was more powerful than I was. Um, and, you know, we see his influences in this world. I mean, if some people tried to den deny the existence of evil, I mean, just read the, you know, read the, watch the news and look at the stories. And, you know, when someone does something crazy, like go and shoot a place up, shoot people for no reason, quite often you hear them say, the voices in my head told me. That's, that's not just a mental illness thing. That is a influence of evil. There are evil spirits at work in this world. Um, and I was powerless against them without God's help. You know, so I have, I have an enemy, and you have an enemy. We all have this enemy. And this enemy actually hates us, and he hates us as much as God loves us. Uh, he hates um, us because we're made in the image of God. He hates us because we will be with God um, in the future, and he won't. Uh, so there, there's a lot of hatred and a lot of evil working against that. And you, you can, you, you know, if we're really honest, we can, we can see the existence of evil in the world. Amen. So I was powerless against that enemy. So that was my second problem in um, my threefold problem. My third problem was that I had a power problem. I was powerless in my life before I knew Jesus. I, I had no power over my habits. I had no power over sickness. I had no power over Satan, who we just mentioned. Um, I had no power over sin. The Bible talks about sin, that it was part of my nature. Before Jesus sinned, I had a sin nature. So I couldn't not sin. In some form or another, I would sin. And the scripture says that, again, that first scripture I read, all have sinned and fall short of God's glory. And we are, without Jesus, we are powerless um, against sin uh, and against our habits and against the things, you know, we all have things that we, I wish it, we think, I wish I hadn't have done that. Um, I don't know why I did that. And then you go and do it again. And you go, oh, what's wrong with me? That's called sin. And we need God to help us with that. So I'm just going to read another scripture from John 14. John 14, verse 15 to 17. And Jesus says, If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. So that's a great scripture. Jesus is talking about that he would ask the Father and the Father would send the Holy Spirit. So I, I, have a, I had a threefold problem, but then God has a threefold answer. The threefold answer is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father was the judge, and he sent the Son to take the punishment, which the Son freely took. 
And then the Son will ask the Father, and he, will, he sent us the Holy Spirit to help us. Now, the Holy Spirit is the exact same Spirit that lived inside Jesus and who did all the miracles that Jesus did. And um, the Holy Spirit is, is described as the comforter. He's described um, as the teacher. He's the spirit of truth. And everything that we have need of in our lives can come through the Holy Spirit. And therefore, as a Christian, once you get born again, you give your life to Jesus, you really need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I just really want to remind all of us Christians, even some of us who've been a Christians a long, long time, um, as, as I have quite a few years, um, you probably make the same mistake that I do. Sometimes I forget to ask God for help, and I try to do things on my own. And I want to encourage us as, as a church, remember the Holy Spirit is always waiting to help. He's always literally right beside us. He's, he actually lives in, inside us, the Bible says. So he's always ready to help. He's always ready to help us with our burdens, our problems, our difficulties. Um, all those things that, that, that we're actually not designed for. Uh, and the reason that problems cause us so, many, so much problems, so much trouble, is that we were actually never designed to carry problems. It was only because of sin in the world that problems came and difficulties came and all those things and uh, I want to encourage you as Christians to go to the Holy Spirit first for help. You know, it, it, Scripture says he's going to help us in our time of need. Go to God first for the Holy Spirit. Go, go to him and say, Holy Spirit, I need your help. I, I don't know what to do in this situation. What does your word say? Uh, give me some wisdom because he's also the spirit of wisdom. You know, what is the truth in this matter? Because he's the spirit of truth. Um, Holy Spirit, I need comfort. I'm grieving or I'm troubled. I need comfort. And what does the Bible say? The Bible says, you know, cast your cares upon Jesus because he cares for you. So the Holy Spirit will guide us into all of that and, and has done so much. I know for me personally, he's helped me a lot. Uh, so, so my power problem was, was fixed by me receiving Jesus and then receiving the Holy Spirit into my life. And that is something that we all really need to do. He gives us power to live our lives. And I know that many of you will agree um, when I say that when you're a Christian a long time and you go through difficult situations, that the Holy Spirit always makes a way where you end up with a better life than you had before you went into the difficulty. Because God, God is always wanting to bring us into victory, into uh, success in every single area of our lives. Because, you know, as we sing, God is good. God, the Bible says that God is love. And everything about him is loving, caring, and good. And, and anything, you know, to say God is not those things is a denial of the Scripture. So I want to encourage you to... You know, like I don't, everyone I'm talking to today are all kinds of different people in all kinds of different circumstances and in different places with or without God. But, you know, think about the threefold problem. I had a legal problem. I was going to be judged. I have an enemy who was more powerful than me. But then I had a power problem. And when I got the Holy Spirit, I am more powerful than the enemy. And there's a lot we can say about all of that. But think about, are you in any of those three areas? Or, or are you in all of those? Because without Jesus, all of those 
you have a threefold problem and you need the Father, Son and Holy Spirit to come and bring you through that and to deliver you. You know, that we talked about the enemy, the scriptures, you know, that we remember the Lord's prayer, deliver us from evil. And, and God has done that for, for me and for many people I know. He has healed us uh, emotionally, physically. He's done all kinds of just wonderful things. Um, so I want to encourage you this morning to really look into the scripture, to ask people who, who can help. Um, we have lots of numbers and we have many ways to be contacted as a church. But I really would encourage you not to bypass your opportunity today to connect with God in whatever way you need to, in whatever one of these situations you need to connect. Please do it today because the scripture tells us that today is always the day of salvation. You know, because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And today is the day of salvation. It's the day of, of being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's the day of, of beating your enemy, overcoming the enemy with the Holy Spirit's power. So I want to encourage you, please connect with God this morning. And, uh, you know, take a, take a, a little bit of, se- lot of serious thinking time to just fix these problems because God is willing to help us. So I just pray um, God's blessing upon you and I pray the Holy Spirit will, will, will guide you into all truth. Amen.